there, our lovers. Mike Hendley here, and I'm excited to welcome you to the Drawing Inspiration Podcast. In each episode, I'll be bringing you along on my journey as I explore what it means to be an artist. I'll be chatting with other talented artists about their experiences and sharing some of my own insights and reflections on my art journey. So come on in, get comfortable, and let's get inspired together. Episode 100, a palette of 100 episodes, the journey of drawing inspiration. Hi, everyone. So yes, this is it, episode 100. I'm not a big uh, person for kind of fanfare and <laughs> celebration and that kind of thing, but I just thought I'd, it would be great to kind of reflect on the last four years, the last uh, 99 episodes of the podcast and kind of uh, what I've gained from it and hearing your voices as well as to what you learned from it and, and how it's inspired you and uh, hearing from past guests as well. So I think uh, this is going to be kind of fun reflection and I'll talk a little bit about things moving forward. But uh, I think I wanted to lead with just saying a big thank you to all of you who've supported this podcast from day one. I have to really acknowledge those people on Patreon who've uh, been supporting it on and off since I started Patreon. Uh, their investment in this podcast has helped sustain it and also provided me the encouragement to keep going. And the relatively recent addition of the Buy Me a Coffee service has been a surprising success. And this has allowed people to support a specific episode or a specific point in time by making a donation and buying me one, two, three cups of coffee, whatever the case, and saying thank you for the work that is, is happening within this podcast. Uh, I wanted to thank all of you for that. And also for those of you who've reached out, sending messages and emails and just uh, hearing your enthusiasm and excitement around the guests and the topics we've covered has meant so much to me. And really, sometimes I hear, you know, it's it's difficult doing this, right? Over four years, <laughs> there's times when, you know, it's a bit of an ebb and flow, and sometimes it, it's hard. And then I get that one message or that email, and it just, um, it hits me, it hits me hard. And it keeps me uh, motivated and keeps me moving forward and knowing that people are hearing the voices that are being shared in this podcast. So I thank all of you for reaching out. And I've made so many friends when you consider that three quarters of these episodes were during a pandemic. And so having this connection with people through Instagram and through uh, Zoom and email and other messaging services and everything has just been incredible. There is such a community now around this podcast that I didn't even really think about when I first started it. And so I wanted to kind of acknowledge that and the impact it's had on on me, but also all of you. And so, so I want to explore that a little bit further as we get into this episode. So I value all of you, and I'm so impressed with all of your work, whether you are just starting, you're a professional, or you've been dabbling with creativity for decades. It's meant so much to me to be able to connect with you, see your work, hear your voice, and, and to realize that we're all in this kind of journey together. And being part of that is incredibly powerful. And I'm so glad that this podcast has been part of your journey. So I want to thank you from the depths of my creative soul for everything that you've done and everything that you do. It means the world to me. One of the biggest supporters of the podcast has been Etcher. I use their sketchbooks daily. I've made use of their wonderful brushes, and Simon, who is the co-founder and Etcher, have been such a strong supporter of the podcast and my own personal art journey. And so Simon sent me this little message I'd like you to take a listen to. Hi, it's Simon Frisbee, one of the founders of Etcher. I just wanted to thank you, Mike, for all the wonderful work that you've done with your podcast. 
reaching 100 episodes is a fantastic feat. And thinking about all of the wonderful people that you've interviewed and the people that you've inspired, it's really quite incredible. Now, we met Mike uh, a couple of years ago when we were just getting underway with our online learning platform, Etra Studio. He provided a lot of wonderful feedback and has since worked with us uh, on a class. And we're really excited to work with him uh, on a course later this year. I know that as this is the 100th episode, uh, we've provided a $100 voucher for our products to Mike to uh, give away as he sees fit. And, you know, Mike, we're really happy to support you wherever we can. Thank you again for all the work that you've done for the creative community and well done. So thank you so much, Simon, for that. And as Simon mentioned, there is a $100 voucher that Etcher has made available. That's $100 US dollars. And there will be a chance for someone to win this giveaway. So I'll make the draw June 5th at noon Eastern time. And the way that you enter is that in the show notes, everybody knows I like to talk about the show notes, there is a link to a Google form with three questions. You need to answer all three questions. They are multiple choice, but you will need to listen to the podcast and maybe Google uh, something to find the responses. And so I would ask that you uh, fill out those three responses and you'll, I'll need your email address because I'll need a way to contact you. I'm not going to share it with anyone else. And I will do a random draw on the 5th at noon Eastern. And then I will notify the winner and I will post that winner in, the, um, in my story on Instagram as well. And once again, you'll get $100, that's US dollars, as a voucher to the Etcher store. And I'll have a link to that in the show notes as well. And there's a link on the form to them too. So I encourage you to, uh, to check it out and see what Etcher has to offer. They've been such a wonderful supporter of the, uh, the creative community, both with their products, uh, their physical products, as well as the courses. As Simon implied, I did do one uh, drawing course, and I have a larger one coming uh, in the fall. So please uh, check out Etcher Studio, which is the kind of learning platform uh, part of Etcher. So thank you once again, Etcher, and thank you, Simon. Coming up later this week is Nature Journaling Week. It begins June 1st and runs to the 7th. This is the brainchild of Beth and Burton, who was on the podcast. Uh, we did a little bit of an exchange where she was on my podcast and I was on hers. This week sounds exciting. There's uh, seven themes. I'm happy to say that for the Texture Day, <laughs> I'll be doing a short live workshop on rendering uh, textures with pencil. So it's probably going to be about an hour in total, maybe about 45 minutes of me working through some things and then uh, some questions and answers at the end. So that's going to be Friday, June 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. And I welcome you to join into that. I'll provide a link to Nature Journaling Week in the show notes. But I also wanted to share this message from Bethan. Hello, my name's Bethan Burton. I'm an artist and a podcaster from Brisbane, Australia. I don't know if you can hear it, but I have a cacophony of Australian bird sounds out my window. I had the very great privilege of doing a podcast exchange of sorts with Mike some time back. We interviewed each other for our podcasts. It was a great experience to learn about Mike's story and artistic process and then being Mike's guest for Drawing Inspiration felt very natural, like we could have talked forever. Our interests overlap a lot, specifically focusing on nature in our art, so there was a lot to chat about. Reaching a show's 100th episode is a very big milestone in the life of a podcaster, so I'm sending a huge congratulations to Mike for this big moment. 
Drawing Inspiration is still one of my favourite podcasts and I've really enjoyed watching Mike's development as an artist over the time that we've been internet friends from across the globe. Best wishes, Mike. You're amazing. Thank you, Bethan. I really appreciate you and all the work that you're doing in the community and in supporting nature journaling. And um, Bethan also has a fantastic podcast, which I'll link to the show notes. And I'm going to also link to uh, to Bethan's podcast. Anytime I mention a guest on here, I will link to the podcast episode that they were on so that you can go back and listen to those as well. So I, I just wanted to kind of reflect back on why I started the podcast. Um, you know, I did... I used to listen to tech podcasts quite a bit, and in a previous life, (laughs) I was a radio show host for a couple of years talking about the internet, and this was uh, kind of mid-90s, and I really enjoyed that experience, and I think it stuck with me. I think that opportunity to be able to, to be on air and to share my thoughts and to interact with people is something that I really enjoyed, and I think it just, I really wanted to do that again. And I had this idea of doing an art podcast, and I was just at the beginning of my journey. I was really just kind of taking myself seriously. I don't think I was even calling myself an artist at the time. People thought it was crazy, like, why are you doing a, a an audio podcast about something so visual? <laughs> and I thought, well, I, I can talk about things, right? Uh, like, I don't have to be necessarily an expert on this to be able to share kind of my experiences and my take on this. And at the time, there were no podcasts that kind of addressed this idea of, of someone who's self-taught trying to come into it and trying to learn their skills and, and ta- hearing from these guests speaking to someone at my level. And so I really felt there was an opportunity to do that. And, you know, I had a, um, a workshop with Mike Sibley in August of 2018, and that meant a lot to me. That was my only workshop I've ever done. It was a three-day workshop with Mike Sibley, who's a fantastic uh, pencil artist, I will link to him in the show notes. Uh, if you haven't seen his work, you have to check it out. And it was a three-day workshop just working on pencil and pencil techniques. And it completely changed me. Uh, it kind of gave me some validation in what I was doing. It spurred me on in learning more about graphite and pencil work. I met some wonderful artists that I still keep in touch with today through that experience. That was the, kind of the catalyst, I think, for me. Because it was just a few months later, in May of 2019 when I started the podcast. And so it's just been over four years. It's been huge. Like I didn't really think about when this would end, right? I just kind of went in and started doing it and I never really thought of an end point and I still don't feel like that. Maybe I'm foreshadowing what I'm going to talk about at the end, but uh, I don't see an end yet. So I just wanted to talk about maybe the commitment here because I think for those who don't do podcasts may not realize the time involved. So it's, it's about eight to 10 hours per episode when you consider the, uh, the the research and the recording and the editing, it takes quite a bit of time. So so if you stretch that out over 100 episodes, uh, we're talking 800 to 1,000 hours that I've spent on the podcast. I think there's over 77 guests that I've had on, and I don't regret any of it. It's been fantastic. I've learned so much. You know, I thought about how am I going to do this celebration of 100 Um And I really wanted it to be the voices of the guests and the voices of you uh, that would speak to the podcast. And I was honestly a little bit overwhelmed looking back and thinking about, you know, all these podcasts I've done. I've listened to them all at least three times. So obviously I couldn't go back and 
pick out something from 99 episodes. So what I decided to do was maybe highlight a few of them. And I decided I'd group them under mediums, uh, the drawing and the painting mediums that we use. And I thought that may be kind of an interesting way to explore this a little bit. So I'm going to go through and kind of talk through a little bit of that. And then I'm going to get to some of you as listeners a little bit later on and hear what your, uh, the impact was on your journey. So I started with graphite. That's what I knew four years ago. That's what I was comfortable with was pencil. So it was easy for me, especially especially the first few episodes talking about pencil work. And, you know, my first guest had fantastic experience in drawing and specifically sketch noting, which is what he's known for. And uh, so having Mike Rohde on as my first guest was really impactful for me. I really kind of looked up to him and what he had done with this movement around sketch noting. And uh, thankfully, Mike sent a little clip. Hey, everyone, this is Mike Rohde, and I'm honored to have been part of Mike Henley's podcast, reaching 100 episodes. It's quite quite an achievement. I'm really impressed um, with Mike's work and obviously just an amazing guy, really finding unique people to speak with and reveal their creativity on the podcast. Uh, really such an honor to be part of it. So, Mike, congratulations on 100, and here's to 100 more ahead. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, I've had so many artists come on uh, talking about their pencil work. I'm, you know, it's obviously something I'm very comfortable with. Recently, I had on Melissa Cormier, who does these wonderful abstract pieces, uh, happens to be another Pentel Canada ambassador. And so that was a really exciting opportunity to chat with somebody around uh, graphite and that kind of her exciting abstraction pencil work. And I just love that conversation. And Melissa also sent a little message along. Well, hey there, Melissa Cormier speaking a.k.a. Artist at ARMC Studio. Saying hello to the wonderful community, tuning into Mike's stellar podcast, Drawing Inspiration. And I'm just going to go on the record and say that the only thing I wish I could change or have said differently was Egon Spangler. You know, for my, if you could talk to any fictional character, who would it be? I think Frodo was still a pretty cool answer, but, you know, I love molds, spores, and fungus. I remember Mike first asked me to be a guest on his podcast. I was super nervous. Also wondering, you know, why he'd want to talk to me. But he is not only a gifted artist, but a gifted communicator too. I felt at ease the entire time and at points completely forgot that our conversation was even being recorded. It was kind of like two friends meeting up at a coffee shop, going off on tangents, kind of getting lost in conversation, talking about art, travel, which reminds me, thank you so much for sending me the information about Newfoundland. Because of your input, I am beyond excited to take this trip. In all honesty, after the podcast, I myself revisited my blind contour drawing days with vigor, which is the exercise I gave at the end of the podcast with Mike. Discussing what I thought would inspire others actually in turn rekindled it for me. So thank you, Mike. It was a rad and inspiring experience that I will never forget. Or that your wigs can fly. <laughs> but for real, congrats on 100 shows, Mike. Thanks so much again for having me as a guest. I wish you nothing but the absolute best. All my love and more, Melissa. That's awesome. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, I, you know, the, the one thing that I've always asked for all the guests is a bit of homework at the end. And I do that for you and I do that for me. And it's good to hear the impact on them as well. And I think this opportunity to be able to, to take something forward 
to, to challenge ourselves is always exciting. So that's never going away. I really love the idea of homework, and I love kind of the creative ideas that come out of it. Some of it is walking slowly into a room or drawing 30 eggs or painting 30 eggs. Uh, it's it just it's fantastic to hear what these creatives kind of think about in, in um, challenging you to be able to, to do that one thing that may help either get to the next level or to think about uh, exploring another medium or another uh, direction of what you're doing. So I'm really thankful for everyone who does that. And so my the next guest I want to talk about was Marta, who uh, came on to talk about her creative journey. And she's a wonderful graphite artist. And we got really deep and personal about the kind of the demons and the challenges that she deals with. And I encourage you to check out um, that podcast as well as obviously the others that I'm mentioning. But Marta was kind enough to also send a message uh, for this podcast. Hello, everybody. Marta Witkiewicz here. First of all, Mike, I really would like to congratulate you. 100 episodes is huge achievement. It's been a pleasure and joy to, to watch you grow. You've been showing up consistently for the community, for yourself, and really it's been inspiring and motivating. So thank you so much for, for this. You are creating something really beautiful and I have a sense that it's only a beginning. Being interviewed on your podcast was kind of a milestone for me, really. I had to go out from my comfort zone and, and face my own internal demons. And it's been a first, very first interview for me, so I've been very nervous. But you created a very safe and comfortable environment. And I really was so happy to be able to, to share my story with, with more creatives. What's new? Well, <laughs> I've just said yes to the most scary thing I've done so far. I will be recording a drawing course, so my year mostly focuses on that. And I think that it's connected with, with a message that I'd like to share with, with people. Sometimes fear is a really good guide. <laughs> What I mean is that um, the more you are afraid of something, the more it means that maybe it's exactly what you should do, <laughs> because it will help you grow so much. It will open new opportunities. It will transform you, I believe. From my experience, the magic happens on the other side of the fear. So deep breath. And let's do it one step at a time. Thanks, Marta. That uh, that means a lot. Um, it's wonderful to hear because I know that you were quite nervous about being on the show. And there's been quite a few guests, actually. I'm going to say like 10 or 11 guests that were really nervous about coming on. And they did. And they really felt like they conquered something. And I do, I do agree with Marta in, in that some of the stuff that scares you most is maybe the stuff that you need to take on and getting out of the comfort zone because maybe that opens doors for other things. So thank you, Marta, for highlighting that. I think that uh, that's important. So the other medium that I struggled with a lot is watercolor. I did my uh, first watercolor in August of 2019, so I haven't been doing it very long, and I struggled with it immensely. 
And it took me five or six tries after that before I finally became comfortable with it. So being able to speak to artists like Anna Bucciarelli, who does a lot of uh, coins for the Canadian Mint, in addition to her, her regular work, uh, was a big inspiration for me in, in her approach and her style and her ability to to share her her view and understanding of how to apply watercolor. And then, you know, people like Sherry Blaukoff who came on and, and talked about her journey into watercolor and, and the work that she's done and all the courses that she does. It's just all these watercolor artists that have been on the podcast have inspired me so much. And then having spoken recently to Hazel Sohn, that was just a, a wonderful conversation. And we went deep into the night on her end <laughs> to talk through this. And uh, she's traveling right now doing courses, and so she apologized for not being able to send an audio clip. But she did send me this message, and I'm going to read it, even though it's going to be really awkward for me to read it. (laughs) But this is a, a message from Hazel. Mike has a unique, charming, and very natural ability to draw his interviewees out, to get them to reach inside and find the real answer to the question he asks. And that makes for a great interview. I loved my session with him as it drew to a close, It was getting late for me in the UK, but I didn't actually want to stop. Could have chatted with him for hours. Long may his podcast continue, and long may we continue to paint. Thank you, Hazel. Um, I do agree. I I hope to continue the podcast for a while, and I hope that we all continue to paint and draw and uh, create these wonderful things that we do. So on that point, all the creatives I have had on aren't necessarily people who work with traditional tools. And so, for example, I had Andrew Wong on, who does these amazing pieces of art with uh, by folding paper and applying them to a canvas or to a substrate. And it, it just blows my mind with his work and his use of light and shadow to kind of bring the texture out. I was just uh, blown away with, with Andrew's work. And I had somebody come on talking about glass hitching, and I had a photographer come on talk about, uh, you know, how to photograph your work. And it just goes on and on and on. And I've also had some artists like uh, Tiff Arment who came on. And so she was talking about work she was doing at that time around the We Draw Wednesdays and uh, her opportunity to kind of try to move forward with her journey. And then to loop back with her a few years later and to hear that she's you know gone on to create this wonderful stained glass work. And she's now known as the girl with the great glass <laughs> on Instagram. I mean, how cool a name is that? So uh, I really wanted to thank uh, Tiff for reaching out because I was part of their celebration and I wanted to thank her in advance for this audio clip that she sent for this show. Hey, Mike, huge congratulations on episode 100. It has been because of people like you that my own creative journey has felt so supported. Back when I was a guest on your show, I don't think I was able to call myself an artist, but (laughs) we have both come so And I remember what feels like forever ago, you were drawing these amazing photos of our dog hops and I thought you were fire then, but damn, have you gotten even better and consistency really is truly key. So many people get in their own way when it comes to showing up every day to practice their craft and you don't get to episode 100 without putting in the work. So cheers to you, not only this milestone, but to your talent, consistency, drive, and heart. I'm so thankful we became long distance art friends. That's, uh, that's, that's it. Congratulations again. Um, cute heart emoji, Tiff. Thanks, Tiff. I really appreciate that. And uh, yes, <laughs> so many art friends. And yeah, I, I would agree. We do get in our way sometimes. And I think it's practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes progress. And so we just have to keep doing the work 
And if we miss out on a few days, that's okay, as long as we can keep moving forward. So thank you so much for the message, Tiff. So one of the other tools that was really comfortable for me coming from Graphite was Colored Pencil. And I played with Colored Pencil before I started the podcast, and I've spent a lot more time with it. And I've had some wonderful artists on talking about their journey. Uh, a recent artist, Katherine Hansen, really impressed me with her ability to render the bokeh and the detail in the same image, with, um, and the bokeh being that kind of blurred background, as well as the detail for things like her panda, which was the cover art for that show. And I really enjoyed my conversation with Catherine, and uh, really inspired, and I actually picked up my colored pencils again and started drawing a little bit. And so Catherine sent along a, a special message for the show as well. I was very honored to be asked by Mike to be a guest on his podcast. I love Mike's positive attitude, friendliness, thoughtful questions, and his total engagement through the whole process. I'm a true fangirl of his podcast and have been inspired by so many of his awesome guests. I even bought a Graph Gear 1000 mechanical pencil when I heard one of his episodes and his guest uh, suggested it as well as him. So I've added that to my drawing materials, and I love it. Thank you. Thanks, Mike, for all your hard work and dedication to the podcast, your guests and listeners. You truly brighten my day when a new episode comes out. Thank you, Catherine. I really appreciate those kind words. And yes, you got to love the Graph Gear 1000. I talk about it all the time because I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. It is my favorite pencil. Uh, the other Pentel Orens, uh, Nero, is also brilliant, but I do love my Graph Gear 1000. And the other artist I wanted to speak to was uh, Zoe Fitchett, and she was doing uh, some miniature drawings. Um, as part of a journey that she was on, and she completed that, and I see her doing other work now as well. A really wonderful, multifaceted artist, and uh, if you haven't checked out Zoe's work and Catherine's work, you must. And once again, I will include um, no links to them in the show notes. But um, I want to thank Zoe for also sending a message along. Hi, I'm Zoe Fitchett, and I had the pleasure of joining Mike on the Drawing Inspiration podcast in July last year. We spoke about the miniature series that I was working on where I was drawing 100 endangered or critically endangered species from all across the world in coloured pencil on a very small scale. And since recording, I have completed all 100 and a solo exhibition to share them all with everybody. I found it so inspiring talking to Mike all about the creative process and the journey of becoming an artist. Uh, it's always lovely to share with a fellow creative and just get feedback and chat about all of the different things that goes on uh, with creating a collection or working as an artist day to day. Thanks, Zoe. That's awesome. Really enjoyed having you on the podcast. So one thing that intrigued me and I kind of addressed it really earlier on was the idea of doing digital work. So I got an iPad and I installed Procreate and I started drawing and I was really just kind of blown away with that experience. And I was invited to the Apple store early on to go in and do a demonstration. And this was in uh, 2019. And that was a fantastic experience to sit in the middle of the store, mic'd <laughs> for everyone to hear my voice as I was working through drawing something and people sat down and they picked up iPads and pencils and, and drew along with me. So that was a, just a wonderful experience. I really got so much out of that. And with regard to digital, I've had a few artists on. I mean, Rob McCollum, 
who's uh, kind of known for his work with Star Trek Discovery and uh, the movie It and Pacific Rim and so many others. He creates solely now on iPads. So it was wonderful being able to have Rob come on twice to be able to talk about his journey. And I also had Glenn Southern on who teaches kind of working with digital and does kind of 3D work. So if you've seen Pinocchio come out on Netflix, he had a hand in that. Glenn just has a wonderful appreciation of digital and analog. And I really enjoyed chatting with him. It was fun to see his workshop, which I couldn't show you (laughs) when we were chatting in the podcast. But uh, just a wonderful, wonderful soul. And he is uh, traveling right now. I think he was in Egypt at the time. So when you hear this recording, you'll probably hear some uh, birds in the background. And so those are Egyptian birds. (laughs) So uh, here we go. Thank you, Glenn. There's so much noise around in the digital art community with augmented reality, mixed reality, artificial intelligence, machine learning, NFTs. And it's confusing for everybody. And that's what I really um, like and what attracted me to Mike's podcast, um, mainly because Mike does focus on new technologies and things um, that are on the horizon. But the core message is all about the fundamentals of art. And it's the most important thing. And all of these technologies need to be underpinned with a good grounding in the basic art skills like perspective, lighting, gesture sketching, anatomy, colour theory and all the other things that have been taught since we, I suppose, since we really first drew on a cave wall. And I wanted to be part of this little celebration for Mike's 100 episodes. And I wanted to say, uh, keep it going. Keep sharing the love for all things creative. And for anyone who's watching who hasn't been featured on the podcast, if you've got something creative and you want to share and you think it's an important message to get out there, then get in touch with Mike and help share your creative vision. Well done to Mike on the first hundred and let's do a hundred more. Thanks, Glenn. I'll try and do a hundred more. We'll see how that goes, (laughs) but uh, no end in sight. And uh, I would agree with Glenn's comment. If you if you or you know someone who you think would be a fantastic guest, there is a form on the drawinginspiration.fm site, and you could submit guest ideas there. And a number of these guests that I've had on have come from you, the listener, where you send me a message saying, you need to check out this artist. And I reach out and they respond and boom, they're on the show. So I do appreciate kind of this information. I spend a fair bit of time on Instagram, but I know all of us together spend a much more and that we may have artists that don't have an Instagram presence, but we still need to be able to hear about their journey. Uh, Big or small, everybody has a place here. Now back to the digital bit, one of the people that I had on that was really exciting was Brad Calbo. And he has a wonderful YouTube channel where he reviews kind of technology around visual artists. And, and not just the iPad, but talking to Android solutions and Windows machines and everything else. And he just has a breadth of knowledge that uh, that really is unsurpassed when it comes to visual creatives in the digital space. And so he, he's gone on to do so much more. And I really thank Brad for coming on uh, the podcast. And uh, I wanted to thank Brad as well for sending along this message. Mike, this is Brad Colbo. Congratulations on hitting episode 100. That's huge. Thanks so much for having me on way back on episode 21 to talk about digital art and the tech and the tools that we use. I've loved following your artistic journey and also finding so many new illustrators to follow from your podcast over the years. So congrats again, and I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. 
Thanks, Brad. I feel like there's some pressure here for another 100 episodes. <laughs> One of the other mediums that I really enjoy, um, I think it goes back to childhood, is ink. I remember using those lousy fountain pens with those plastic cartridges and they used to leak all over the place. I think they were Schaefer pens or something as a kid and trying to do schoolwork with a fountain pen. And But I just loved working with fountain pens. And so when I realized that I could draw with fountain pens and even something like the, the, the Micron pen, it was like, this is up my alley. And, and this was after I had discovered uh, kind of graphite. And so I was really inspired by things like Inktober, which I've done three times. I did it twice digitally and then once um, analog with a, um, a fountain pen on a large two foot by three foot piece. And so Jake Parker was really inspiring for me in kind of taking that leap forward and committing to something over 31 days. And uh, so it was wonderful having him on the podcast to be able to talk through that and understand that kind of journey. And then Joe Brown, who I've had on the podcast twice, is probably one of the biggest inspirations in my creative journey. You know, she was wonderful in opening up about what she, uh, how she's inspired and how she creates her work and talking about her nature journal. And it was just, you know, celebrating insects and spiders and mushrooms and everything else. And she was the first one that mentioned this idea of making mushroom ink, which she used to sign some of her prints. And I then took that a step further and I started painting with mushroom ink a year later and having made it myself from mushrooms on my on my property. And so Joe was just huge in having that impact and kind of that validation that drawing and engaging and being fascinated by nature with its textures and um, in its shapes and just, you know, being able to walk out into the woods and sit down and just, it'll just come around. You'll see it everywhere. Um, it's just been wonderful. So I really am. And that's why I had Joe on twice is because I was just so inspired by, by her and her journey. And one of the other people that came on was Sam Gillett, who does these wonderful ink renderings, uh, these magical places. And he's just so, so motivated and so uh, it's such a kind voice. I've watched his Skillshare classes. Just having an opportunity to chat with Sam about about drawing with ink and creating and, uh, you know, the live draws that he used to do. I really enjoyed chatting with Sam. And so thank you, Sam, for sending this message. Congratulations, Mike, on 100 shows. Um, my name is Sam Gillett. I'm a pen and ink illustrator and art teacher uh, who was on the show, I believe, two years ago now, chatting about my art process and getting started teaching online as well. Um, one thing that comes to mind when I think of drawing inspiration and the guests you've had and the whole kind of ethos of your show um, is just how important community is in an artist's journey, and especially if you're just picking up art or picking up art again. Um, I think the best part for me about being on Instagram or TikTok or any of these places where I'm sharing art is chatting with and connecting with other artists and realizing that no matter who you are, um, there's something in your experience that other people can connect with and learn from and be inspired by. Um, and sharing that can be such a gift to the people that are listening to you. Um, I think that drawing inspiration does this so well and, you know, gives that gift to so many artists of um, learning across mediums and learning from people with such um, vastly differing experiences in the world of art. So congratulations on 100 shows. Um, so excited for another 100 and to keep listening um, as I go about my day and doing dishes and drawing myself. Congratulations. And thanks again, Mike. 
Thanks, Sam. I mean, I hear that from a lot of artists who have this in the background, and I'm just so happy that this podcast serves as a soundtrack for some of your art. And so I'm so thankful for that. When I'm recording and I'm interviewing guests, I'm thinking about this constantly that I that I see in, off the corner of my eye, in my mind, you know, these people painting and drawing and doing these bits of creativity, listening to the conversation I'm having with that guest at that point in time. So that's why I always kind of mention it in the podcast, because I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. Uh, creating as you're listening to the show. One of the other areas that has really meant a lot to me is this idea of illustration. And I talked about Joe Brown earlier and her connection to art and science and nature. And I've had some really wonderful guests, uh, you know, focusing on botanical art and sci art, that kind of science meets art. So when I had the opportunity to have Lara Call Gastinger on to talk about her perpetual journal, it's, it's had a huge impact. I started one myself. I know a lot of listeners did as well and have been putting entries into it. And it really upped my game because it forced me to kind of draw more regularly and paint and, and do more work. And I really enjoyed that experience talking to Lara. I'm so thankful that, that she had the opportunity to record this small clip for the show. Hi, my name is Lara Call-Gastinger. I uh, am grateful to have been able to connect with Mike to... Um, to broadcast on his podcast and to share my perpetual journal with other naturalists and artists. Uh, the best thing you can do is to start a perpetual journal if you haven't already, and it will lead to a greater connection with nature, a greater connection with other artists and naturalists around the world, and will help to cultivate wonder in the world around you, which is such an important thing to do nowadays. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lara. I really appreciate that. And I would agree, you know, the Perpetual Journal, as I said before, was huge for me. Um, as I mentioned, I will link to all the podcasts. So if you, if you don't know what the Perpetual Journal is, so Lara and I go through that in the interview. And it's a, just a wonderful listen. I actually think may go back to listen to it again. <laughs> because uh, I haven't been doing as much in my perpetual journal, but it is there for me. And now that I'm seeing everything emerge, I'm thinking I need to make more entries again. So the other person I had on that was kind of um, front of mind was uh, Mesa Schumacher. She's an illustrator focusing on kind of medical illustration and um, also animals. And, 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 you know, she focuses really heavily on this idea of, of kind of scientific illustration. And it was just a really incredible conversation and some, an area that I really was so blessed to be able to find somebody working in that space who was successful at it. And it, it's just meant so much for me to be able to have that conversation with her, but then to see her producing this work on a regular basis of these various animals and and some of her uh, historical work. It's just, uh, you know, you see some of this stuff in National Geographic or other science magazines, and sometimes you don't really think that somebody sat down and drew this. Hi, Mike. This is Mesa Schumacher. Thanks for having me on, and congratulations on your 100th episode. As for advice for listeners... Approach every day with a spirit of curiosity and pay close attention to what interests you. You wake up, you take in the world, you process it, and then you try to bring some of that curiosity to the page. And the important thing is to make it a practice, not just focus on anyone drawing. You're more than anyone drawing. Some days it comes easy, some days it doesn't, but there's a sort of muscle memory in it and that art habit can pull you through on the days when it's tough. If you keep chipping away day by day, it's amazing what you can accomplish over time. I wish you and your listeners open minds and happy new discoveries in art. Congratulations. 
Thank you, Mesa, once again for being on the show. It was wonderful having you on. So one of the things I stumbled across and spent a lot of time on is urban sketching. And I was introduced to this a few years ago by Cindy Foreman, who sadly left us too soon this past spring. So Cindy started the Ottawa chapter with others, and through her I met Captain Tom. And in so doing, I also started chasing people down <laughs> on Instagram uh, by the likes of Paul Heaston and Stephanie Bauer and, uh, and so on and so forth. And I've really enjoyed urban sketching. It's kind of a freedom in being able to draw, paint, and create outside without kind of anything predetermined. It's an opportunity to interact with people and to do it with other artists. I've done it with other artists down at the Tulip Festival, and it's just been a wonderful experience being able to do that. And I was so happy when fellow Canadian uh, Marek Bozinski came onto the podcast to talk about his journey. Hey, Mike, it's Marek here. Congratulations on your 100th edition of the podcast. That's fantastic news. Who would have thought that it can go that far? You've taken it really, really far and great. And we appreciate that, you know, because through your podcast, uh, I have met other people. I have listened to them. I sort of, you gave me an insight into their techniques and their thinking and effectively what they do. And uh, a lot of it was very interesting. And it was also interesting meeting you. Uh, although remotely, we are in the same country, but we haven't met yet. So we have to do something about that. Maybe I'll do a little trip to Ottawa sometimes in the fall this year. Anyway, congratulations again. It's fantastic news. Uh, uh, enjoy and uh, thank you. Thank you very much for sharing your passion with all of us in such a wonderful way. We really appreciate that. Thanks, Mike. Ciao. Thanks, Merrick. I really appreciate your kind words and uh, still find his live draws on Instagram inspiring and uh, <laughs> taking some cues from that. So uh, thanks again. And the other person I had on uh, fairly recently was Christina Wald, and she had a, um, a book on Kickstarter, which I helped fund. And she was down at the Urban Sketchers Symposium in uh, New Zealand. And just such a wonderful conversation with her, talking about her book, her journey in urban sketching, the little mini palette uh, that she created as well. And so I'm really, um, really thankful to have met up with, with Christina. And she also sent along a nice message. Congratulations, Mike, on your 100th episode of Drawing Inspiration. It has been so wonderful to have so many people come up and tell me how much they enjoyed our discussion, and I look forward to many, many more episodes. Your podcast is a valuable archive of many different artists and their lifestyles and their practices. I look forward to so many more. Thank you, Christina. Yeah, I guess it has become a little bit of an archive. I was thinking about that uh, maybe 10 episodes ago, that even for my kids, this is a bit of an archive of my uh, creative journey. And it also is uh, some milestones for, for Christina, people like you, and Merrick, and so many others. Uh, it's these kind of signposts in your journey as well. And I'm hopeful that you'll look back after your famous and <laughs> your works in museums around the world, that you reflect back on this point in time and, and have kind of this audio uh, signpost about uh, where we're at and what we were talking about at this point in time. Now, one of the other mediums I really enjoyed and I need to spend more time in as acrylic. And for me, it it kind of grew out of watercolor in the sense that I wanted something that I could layer on top of, that I wouldn't have to worry about mixing layers, that I could paint what I want to see and be really in control of the medium that way. 
And not to say watercolor is not that way, but I wanted something different. And so I tried acrylic and I've loved it so far, but I feel like I need to, when I do acrylic, I have to spend more time on it. Like I have to devote more time when I do it, which is the reason I don't do it enough. But I'm so inspired by people like Cassie Draws and the work that she's done in uh, not only not only painting but uh, sharing her story and Sophie Green uh, was a wonderful guest she I, I think in some ways the work that I do is inspired the acrylic work that I do is inspired by her and I really enjoyed working on the tiger that I've been doing and a couple of other pieces as well that nobody's seen yet but I really um, you know the, the ability to sit down and to render these wonderful animals uh, with acrylic is just so meaningful. And the fact that Sophie and, and others like Catherine, who spoke earlier, um, give a portion of uh, what they do or what they make uh, back to cons- conservation groups. And um, I really appreciate all the artists. There's so many artists that have been on the podcast who do that. And it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity to give back to these animals that we share this planet with. And so I appreciate uh, Sophie and, and Cassie and uh, Kenneth as well. Kenneth is a, a Canadian artist. He came on to talk about his work in working with landscapes. Very interesting, colorful journey. And somebody who I think still isn't primarily an artist. He has another job that he does, but he does still continues to do this just wonderful work. And when I look at his, his renderings of the landscape with the canoes and the lakes and all that, it just brought me back to cottage country. And so I do really appreciate uh, Kenneth sending along this message. Mike and I met, I guess, on social media. Uh, we're both artists, and um, artists look at other artists and their work, and social media has certainly uh, made that very easy to do for visual artists, certainly. It's a great uh, venue. So that's how I met Mike, and uh, he liked my work, and I wasn't aware really that he had a podcast. He contacted me and <clears throat> asked me to if I would like to be a part of it and uh, I took a listen and listened to many of them I think I was episode 89 so he, he he's done plenty of them and so before the interview I sort of while I paint I listen to music and everything and, uh, and and I put on his podcast and they were terrific I mean very informative and he gets into each individual artist and their style, and each of us are different, like like snowflakes. It was really interesting to explore myself. He asked such questions. I mean, he did such a great job of researching, I, I guess, my background right from childhood uh, in, in and my art, and asked so many questions that were, um, for me, very, very interesting. And I learned about myself because no other interview that I've had from magazines or I've had done some radio, and they're very short, a lot of these interviews. This was a very lengthy podcast that really dwelled into the artist's um, background and, um, and gets really into their head. So I really enjoyed it, and I still listen to the... You're over episode 100 now. So that's another 10 or a dozen more after me. And I've listened to pretty much most of them. Mike, you're a fabulous artist and a happy 100th episode. May there be another thousand more. 
and a million listeners uh, because you deserve it. You're a great artist and a fabulous interviewer. And uh, happy uh, 100, Mike. Thanks, Ken. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so now I have to do a thousand episodes. You know, I always think about the length of the podcast, right, as to whether I should go shorter. But I, and I'm always mindful, like the two hour mark is probably, you know, like I try not to go over that. But there's been some times when I, I've just had to because the conversations are so rich. And it really does take time getting into the conversation before we get down to those really interesting nuggets, um, those those stories, those bits of, of wisdom and knowledge that we uh, that we want to hear. And uh, w- once again, it's it's that one story that you hear where you think, oh, that's me. They're like me. And so I love exposing those. So uh, thank you, Ken, for being on the podcast. One medium I haven't tried yet is oils. <laughs> And I've had quite a few guests on talking about oils. You know, the first oil painter I think I had on was Robert Bateman. And he was a, still is a huge idol of mine. And he responded so quickly and was so enthusiastic about coming on and talked about his process and and how he creates. And I was just like, just blown away with him and the fact that he sketches with a ballpoint pen. Like, come on, that was just, uh, it was just great conversation with Robert. And then... I had on Kimberly Brooks, who talked about her book, The New Oil Painting, which was a fantastic book. Um, I still flip through it, and she she almost got me to the point of trying oils. I feel like every conversation I've had with oil painters, it's like, Mike, you have to try oils. Mike, you have to try oils. And, um, you know, even when I had on Eric Romero, just amazing work, such a light touch, and be able, being able to render these wonderful scenes. Uh, that he does is just it it just continually kind of blows my mind and he's got so much knowledge and uh, such an interesting approach on <laughs> to life that uh, I really love chatting with him and I do it regularly I really enjoy speaking with with Eric so and I'm so thankful that Eric wanted to share this message with you hey this is Eric Romero I think I'm episode 71 on drawing inspirations podcast with Mike Henley and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say in this. He explained it to me a few times, but I'm a little slow because of all the paint fumes. But I would like to say thank you for having him on the show last year. And it was a great experience. It was great for the people who reached out and via DM and email. And it was, it was great to talk to fellow artists. But what I really appreciate about Mike's podcast is that I love hearing the different perspectives and different theories and process where, as an artist, we're all going to a central location, but we're all taking different journeys to get there. And I love hearing the stories, and it's it's an amazing podcast, and all the best, Mike. You're doing a fantastic job. And just a little bit about what I have been doing or what I am doing. I had a uh, couple of solo shows last year. I had a show at the National Museum of Mexican Art. Uh, tons of commissions, almost had about five or six mental breakdowns. And this year I have been working towards a Hispanic contemporary market show. Um, going to be in a show in San Diego at the Chicano Park Museum. I have another solo show coming up and about four or five thousand commissions, it feels like. I love the podcast. Love, Mike. Congratulations on the newest milestone. Keep it up, buddy. 
Thanks, Eric. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, it's if you ever needed someone in your corner, Eric's Eric's the person for that, and uh, he's been so supportive in pushing me forward. And the reason I'm doing a large acrylic tiger is because he said you got to go big. So I feel that when I finally try oils, I'm probably gonna have to go big. And you know what? I think the my last guest I had on uh, Sarah McKendry, I think, put me over the edge. Because uh, I, I just, I think I'm gonna have to try all those this year. I don't know how it's gonna happen. Um, I don't know when, but I will share that journey with you in trying to try oils <laughs> and see how that goes. And I'm probably gonna overthink it. And my first piece is probably gonna be a mess, but uh, I am gonna try oils. I think this year. So that is my commitment <laughs> to try oils this year, and we'll see how that goes. So the other uh, bit is in a medium, but but more around teaching. Teaching is something that I've I've been moving into. So obviously with the class I've done with Etcher and the larger course that I'm doing in the fall, so I've been asked to speak at three events this year. So I feel like teaching is, is, is coming for me and I, I'm ready to receive it. I think that we have an opportunity, regardless of who we are, where we came from, that there's a person that's one, two, three steps behind us who would benefit from hearing our story benefit from hearing what we've learned. And I'm sure you run into this as well, where maybe you're an opportunity where you chat with one artist or you're around two or three artists and you're all exchanging ideas and you feel that something you've shared has impacted somebody, how you do something, the tool you have, how you approach it, whatever the case. And so I I really kind of cherish this opportunity to share the knowledge, not just through the podcast, but through courses, through mentoring, through other opportunities. And so I'm really highlighting this because I, I'm looking at somebody like Tina Hotchkiss, who was on the podcast, who's now doing a drawing course with uh, Etcher, and her way of kind of delivering this information is just incredible. And I look to her as an example, and and many of the other guests who've who've gone into teaching and sharing their knowledge. And I appreciate all of you and being able to take this time. And it's not easy breaking down your process and then packaging it up again and sharing with others. But I really appreciate everyone who puts the time in to sharing what they know and kind of teaching others what they do. And so um, thank you, Tina, and uh, thank you for this message. Wow, Mike, 100 episodes. Congratulations. What an accomplishment um, you have done here. I want to thank you for making me a part of this community. It is so important that we do inspire others and um, give enlightenment to um, to uh, creative people's uh, journey. We need to share our knowledge and and inspire others. So keep those brushes moving and pencils and create more art. Uh, This always brings a smile and happiness to others, and that's what it's all about. So thank you, Mike, again for making me part of this community, and I look forward to your next 100 episodes. Bye for now. Thanks, Tina. I appreciate that. I feel like there's pressure. (laughs) 100 more episodes. We'll get there. So I I wanted to kind of end with this... um, 
opportunity to hear from you, the listeners. So a, a few of you have sent in clips, and I just want to thank all of you who've sent in messages. Some of you couldn't uh, do the clip and sent me a message separately, and I appreciate all that. And I'm just, I'm so thankful that you're here listening and that you're coming back, you're listening to the podcast, and then you're going out and you're creating. And I just love seeing this stuff. And I wish I could spend my whole day just watching you work and watching you produce. Because um, it's it just means the world to me to know that uh, the podcast and the guests have inspired you maybe to do something more or try something new. So I'm going to link to the profiles for each of these individuals. Uh, the first one is Brooke. Hi, Mike. This is Brooke Morales. Your podcast was the very first art podcast I began listening to a couple years ago. And what was really special about it to me was that it was the first time that I was able to really learn about the internal workings of other creatives. Before that, I didn't have the insights of what other people go through and how they approach their work. So it was neat to me because it made me feel less alone in terms of the different things that I had going on in my own mind in regards to my own art. Uh, And you shared with us your wins, but you also shared your challenges. And that made this show very relatable. And it was encouraging too, and it is encouraging. Your channel or your podcast, sorry, led me to your Etcher class. And that really shifted how I approach my own work. So it's just been wonderful being able to take this journey with you. Thank you so much for this wonderful gift that you give this community. And I wish you all the best. Congratulations on 100. That is fantastic and so much work. You should be really proud. Take care. Thanks, Brooke. I really appreciate that. Uh, Brooke has has been really inspiring for me uh, around nature journaling, she was able to coordinate those tickets that some of you won last year. And then she pushed me to do a few more things. And so, so this is where the community is so powerful, right? It's, it's not just me sharing everything. It's, it's, it's a, it's a two way kind of conversation. And so I'm just so, so blessed to have connected with so many of you people like Brooke, who've helped me along my journey as well. And another person like that is Sasha and Sasha is a wonderful artist and um, maker and if you don't follow him, you should, as you should Brooke as well, and all the other people I'm going to be mentioning. But uh, Sasha does some really interesting work, and Sasha sent a, a nice message. Hi, Mike. Hi, everyone. I'm Sasha. I'm almost 40, and I've been doing visual art for less than one and a half years. I'm not sure if you can see it, uh, why the Mike is so inspirational for me. Well, because, you know, his career started at the same age, uh, art career. My path to art is somewhat convoluted. I'm not sure if it's important, but I've been making physical things as a movie props beforehand, and I've got really good at 3D modeling in order to 3D model the, the thing that I want to make. But original designs were still made by someone else, and I decided I need to learn how to draw concept art to complete the circuit. Now, in order to do that, I need to learn how to draw in the first place. So I jumped into art uh, in general and right away discovered a pretty vast field and concept art uh, took a backseat for a while. At some point I decided I want to draw birds, but question of source material was raised. So I upgraded my photography gear that I haven't been using for years and got very deep into birds photography, and which I was doing heavily for last year. Yeah, I wanted to have complete full uh, pipeline, which eventually I did. I drew a couple of birds, painted that I photographed 
Botanical art was another field that I was interested, but even more, I got hooked on urban sketching. And it's all thanks to some of the guests uh, showing all those different fields available. Somewhere at the start of my creative journey, you see what I did there? I wanted to soak in art in all of its forms, book, video tutorials, audio. So I just searched for art podcast and Mike was uh, the first in the lead. I gave it a try and liked it right away. I just checked and at this point I listened 42 episodes from all of them. Uh, somewhere a year ago I've contacted Mike directly on Instagram and uh, asked a question and since then we had a regular conversation and I consider him my friend at this point. One of uh, actually several three four friends that I have in Canada. Uh, fun fact I've heard there is a stereotype that Canadians are polite and great people. The myth is true. No seriously I've met a number of them and not a single one is less than wonderful being and Mike obviously leads the pack. The podcast was extremely useful in so many ways. I was introduced to so many legendary and not well-known artists almost all of whom I followed or even have book uh, of uh, things like ugly face and how to start a sketchbook without fear or that talent is overrated all those things were picked up on the way there are so many lessons and advices that helped me in my progress I've even inspired some of my friends to pick up a pencil and start drawing I aggressively agree with Betty Edwards words from her book on you know drawing on the right side of the brain and I'm paraphrasing that Unless you have diagnosed physical motor skill deficiency of some sort, you can draw. Yeah, big lesson I've been keep sharing with everyone who wants to listen is that in order to start drawing or painting, it's just you have to keep at what you're doing. One piece, you have to keep just working on it for much longer than you think you should. People often give it a try and then abandon it after five minutes not seeing the masterpiece and thinking, well, I, I don't I don't have a talent, I will stop. But if they just keep at it, if there was a person who would force them to do it, they would be surprised. And that's what I did with my friend. We worked for many days with several hours a day on one piece. I forced him to just keep at it. And by the end of it, he was surprised that he he made it happen in the end and uh, and i heard his uh, our common friends were like oh wow how did you do it you have a talent no he doesn't he just kept at it and i forced him to do it <laughs> so yeah that's pretty much it what i wanted to say i love the podcast i love everything about it uh, i like how mike you handle interviews questions you ask the format that you have. I like homework that you ask your guests to name. One of the last guests said to draw something every day consistently in your secret sketchbook and I've been doing it for more than 30 days and I was super stoked about that. I like your notes by in the end with all the links. This is so good, so essential. So keep at it. Give us more. We want more. We want more hundred and then hundred after that. Uh, I hope you will get a sponsor who will sponsor you to do it. And financial question won't be a question. But yeah, and thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sasha, so much. Appreciate that. <laughs> kind words. I'm glad to hear homework uh, that's continuing on. I hear that from so many listeners uh, where they've taken on homework and it's made an impact on their journey. And now we're going to hear from uh, Maureen. Hello, Mike. Maureen Barry here. Happy 100th episode. 
Wow, um, this show is phenomenal. It's inspirational. It's exciting. I learned something from every single episode. Your attention to detail with the links is truly a lifesaver for me as a podcast listener because I am usually walking on the trails or driving in the car when I'm listening. So kudos to you and all your due diligence for us creatives. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I have learned so much and I appreciate all of your effort and your guests. Um, and yeah, can't wait to hear what's more in store for 2023 and beyond. Thanks. Thanks, Maureen. Really appreciate that. It's uh, it's wonderful having you on board with this, in this journey and uh, for, for identifying the, the links. I do spend some time on that. I think that was a problem I had with a lot of podcasts I listened to where I would hear something. And it's like, oh, I have to go get that book. And then there's no show notes. So I feel like for me, that's so important is when I mention a book or the guest mentions a book or a link to a site that I expect it to be there. I don't want, I, there's no way to search an audio podcast unless you share the transcript. So thank you for noticing. And thank you, Sasha, as well. I do hear that from people and uh, that's not changing anytime soon. And so here's a message from Karen. Hey, Mike, congratulations on the 100th episode of Drawing Inspiration. You named it perfectly. I get inspired by every episode and love learning about the new tools and the variety of mediums that guests are using. One of my favorite guests was artist Joe Brown when she said she was interested in everything in nature. And that really resonated with me because I'm interested in so many elements of nature, uh, plants, trees, birds the lichen that's growing on the trees and also her tip do the things that scare you was also brilliant and the doctor creating digital art for families of lost patients was really heartwarming and you know art can be so personal but also a blessing best wishes for a hundred more mike thanks karen i really appreciate that I love every episode. It was so hard in this trying to pull a few <laughs> to talk about. So I'm so glad that you've enjoyed those, uh, the specific ones. And um, yeah, I am hopeful that the next hundred will reveal something more about uh, the guests and the artists that are out there, but also maybe something about ourselves. So I'm always anxious to, uh, to look forward to the next episode. Now here's a message from Rachel. Hi, Mike. I wanted to say thank you for your podcast. Since I started listening to it I listened to all of them and it brought me back to drawing and your your store helped me find new tools that will help me develop my uh, talent if I can say so so thank you for that plus I discovered more about different challenges and so on so I did put myself at risk this year and did the Inktober and learned a lot from it so Thank you and keep the work and bonne chance pour la suite. So happy you're from Canada. So have fun and have a good day. Au revoir. Merci beaucoup, Rachel. I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so if you don't know, I do have my gear up as a link on my mikehenley.com. So when I realize that tools I have are available, I will post them up there so you can see you have links to the, you know, the Pentel Graph Gear 1000 that was mentioned earlier and some of the other tools I use. I like to include those in one central space so you can see a, a link there for my gear. And now let's check out this message from Elizabeth. I have really enjoyed listening to Mike Henley's 
um, podcast this year. Um, I've discovered him, I think, sometime in the last year, and I've been really gobbling up past episodes. But the one that has really spoken to me lately was the newest one with Katherine Hansen. She just had so many wonderful things to share about her journey that mirrored my own experience. As someone who who changed, you know, shifted to an art focus midway part in midway through college, but then and loved everything, loved all the different media and didn't really have you know, a singular focus there and just wanted to gobble up as much learning as possible, but then really finished the program with no direction about where to go. The, my program at the University of Michigan really focused on grad school, but having convinced my parents to let me switch to an art degree, grad school wasn't an option and I really wasn't sure where to go. And, you know, I've found my way and I've, you know, fallen into teaching and now I'm an artist teacher and it's been wonderful. But, you know, I could really relate to her experiences as a student and a growing artist. And then also when she shared aspects of her journey where her, you know, she became a parent and focusing on, you know, the child caring side of life and trying to balance that with the artist side. So I just really appreciate that. Mike shares himself so openly with his audience and that he brings on such amazing people with such wide-ranging experiences and backgrounds and passions. And I have enjoyed every single podcast that I have listened to, and I can't wait for the next hundred. So thank you, Mike. Thanks, Elizabeth. I appreciate the kind words. And that's the thing. You never know the connections that exist. You never can anticipate what a listener will find intriguing or connect with in a conversation. So I I love hearing this. And uh, I love that it seems every episode has something to contribute to everybody. And I'm just so thankful for the opportunity to be able to do this. So I'm going to end this with a message from uh, Violetta. Hello, Mike. Uh, So I love your podcast for 1 billion reasons. And for as many reasons, it has impacted so deeply my life as an artist and also in general that it was very difficult for me to record this message because I really don't know from where to start. So I will just start. (laughs) And first, I see that your podcast make an amazing service, for lack of a better word, for the art community in general. Because as you learned art as an in the adult part of your life, every step of learning is for you of like a full platform of attention in which uh, nothing is given for granted. And therefore, all the questions you, you ask to your guests are breaking down processes that oftentimes instead are given for granted, are like hidden ladders to reach more advanced platform that can be useful to put, to put visibly on the surface, both for beginner artists as well as for professional artists. And, uh, and so this is something that I found very specific of your podcast that I didn't find in any art podcast around. And that for me has a huge value when it's about sharing techniques or different topics or methods of approaching art. In addition to this, your podcast had a very huge impact on my personal story as a wannabe artist. And is that I grew up in an environment where sharing your own production was not very welcomed. 
was more taken as a sign of wanting to show off, of like posing yourself above other people because you do your stuff. And I remember having that experience when I was younger of sharing something that I did and receiving this very sometimes aggressive reaction and pushing down and I felt excluded and misunderstood. And this somehow, even if rationally, I know how much sharing is important for art, emotionally, it left me terrified. And so, for example, in my art production, if I work for commission, everything is fine because I am asked to do something. But when it's about my own art, my own ideas, I am terrified when I, when I think even to share it. And I'm not terrified about how people will react to my art. I'm terrified to how people will react to the fact that I am sharing it. And your example and your beautiful, graceful way to share your art, your daily discoveries, your different methods and experiences, for me was so beneficial because it is very much aligned with my ideal of what is sharing art, which is like, hey, let's enrich ourselves mutually. And, uh, and it had some sort of effect, like, like I was inside of a cave protecting myself from a bombing outside. And someone actually showed me that there is no bombing outside and that I also can go having fun and enjoy there. So I still have to to, to, to do a long path for this, but I am already starting to challenge this fear. And, uh, and this, for this, I am like forever grateful to you. And anytime that I feel this fear emotionally, like overtaking myself, thinking about you helps me to see like, okay, there is no bombing outside. I can, I can do it. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Violetta. Uh, I really appreciate you sitting down and doing that, <laughs> that recording. And, you know, it's, it's so wonderful to hear people around the world in different communities with different backgrounds and uh, different points in life being able to enjoy this podcast. So thank you, everyone, for all your kind words, for being part of this journey with me. And I hope we can continue moving on together as we continue to kind of explore uh, what it means to be an artist. And so as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to link to all these individuals and their Instagram profiles in the show notes. So I encourage you to go check them out. Some things I, you know, I was thinking about what did I, what have I learned? I've learned so much, right? <laughs> but I've, I tried to narrow it down to like five things. One is curiosity. It is so important. It is key to who I am. I think doing the podcast has highlighted that I, I need to do more and I can't and should not stop. The other is exploration. Uh, I don't want to necessarily skip over something that may have the most meaning in my life. So I want to make sure that I continue trying new things. And that includes, yes, oil painting. <laughs> uh, the other is failure is common and required. It's an opportunity for us to learn. So that lousy drawing, that lousy painting, that, um, that opportunity when you're working on something really hard and you rip the paper or you poke a hole in the canvas, it's all an opportunity. It's a story. It's, we all need to do this kind of thing. And sometimes those failures or those missed opportunities, you don't see until you look back at a piece after three months and think, oh, I should have done that differently. But you should be thankful that you saw it and thankful that you have that opportunity to learn. Because we don't learn when we succeed. We learn from when we have to adjust things. And 
that's when we tend to be a little bit more critical. And as long as we see it as an opportunity to move forward, then we shouldn't really treat it as something that is an endpoint. As I said, it took five or six times for me to figure out watercolor. And uh, I, I, you know, I could have stopped after the first time when I was frustrated because I couldn't use white <laughs> and I couldn't do depth or anything. So um, I, we just need to keep working at it. And that's the other bit is, you know, success takes time and we measure it differently. Sometimes the opportunity to create is thanks enough. Sometimes just being able to do what we do is all you need. And for others, it's the outcome. I needed to do a collection of 12 pieces for a show. But I think we have to remember it's the journey. It's that opportunity that we have to, to take this journey to create. That successful painting at the end may not be where your success ultimately lies. It may be that the things you learned in doing that piece that you kind of mostly nailed, what you learned there, you can apply to the next piece and to the next piece. And so I think it's it's understanding that there's opportunities for success in everything that we do. And we just have to look for them and not necessarily look for the negatives. And, um, you know, just being mindful that we are human beings and we have to enjoy this journey and being creative is so unique to us. And the opportunity we have to do this at our points in life, you know, whether you're 10, 20, 50, 80 years old, 100 years old, it doesn't matter. But the fact that you have this opportunity right now to create means you should be creating and try and fit it into your life and try and find those nooks and crannies to do that. And the, the last point I think is, it's right in the podcast title, and that's inspiration. It is around us. It is all around us. If we seek it or let it in when it appears, we all benefit from that. So what I'm what I found is that you could be sitting in the middle of a city and an urban sketcher and be inspired by people in restaurants and cafes and subways, or you could be, you could be in the Rockies and celebrating the, the trees and the mist and the mountains, or you could be in the Arctic or the Antarctic. It doesn't matter where you are. There's inspiration around us. And so it's, it's just understanding that it's there, finding it and then letting it in and letting it impact you, I think is an opportunity for all of us. So what's the future of the podcast? Well, I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. <laughs> I'm working on a new logo. I'll be making some small other changes. I think what I'm looking forward to most of all is continuing to talk to these wonderful guests, these wonderful visual artists, having conversations with you about your journey, understanding from you where you want to go, who you want to hear from. Do you want to be on the podcast? Just send me a message. Uh, I think this is a path that I can't leave at this point. And so I don't know how long I'm going to do the podcast, but I am not stopping anytime soon. And so I encourage you to follow and stay along with me as I continue on this journey. And I'm hopeful that we can, uh, we can evolve and, and try new things and create new work and do it all together. So with every podcast, yes, I have homework. <laughs> So since we're talking about the podcast itself, I was thinking, like, if you could host a podcast, what would it be? Is there something you could share? Is there something that you would like to host in future? You know, as, as creatives, I talked about it, we focus so much on the end product, but, you know, the most valuable piece sometimes is that journey, right? Even in the conversations I've had, it's not necessarily it's the pieces, it's the journey, it's what you've learned. And so now it's time for your homework. So the homework is to record two audio clips for yourself. But don't share them with anyone. I don't want you to think you ever have to share them. In fact, you could delete them if you wanted. But I want you to do two clips. One is 
Record a clip of you speaking to a younger version of yourself. You could choose whatever age you want. It could be five, it could be 10, it could be 20, it could be later in life. I did one for me when I was five. What message do you think you needed to hear at that point in time? Speak to the creative element, right? Speak to to being a creative and fostering that. What would you tell yourself at that point in time? Now, record a separate clip for a future you, maybe five to 10 years from now. Speak to where you want to be. What, what are you thinking about at this time? Where do you want to go? What do you find as current challenges? Think about that and record a clip. It doesn't have to be long. It could be two minutes. It could be 20 minutes. Just record the clip. Now, once you have those clips, listen to them. Listen to them again, because now you've verbalized your thoughts and now bring them in through your ears. So we're activating our senses differently. And this could be exciting to hear your own words back at you. And I want you to listen to them both. And then you could save them if you want. You could share them. I wouldn't recommend sharing them because I think that puts, I I don't think the value is there in sharing them necessarily. But if you choose to, you can. But then you can delete them. But I think the opportunity here is for us to kind of just brainstorm. It's kind of a brain dump. So many of us write ideas down on paper. And I think by speaking it, it's an opportunity for us to verbalize things differently. And if English isn't your first language, it doesn't matter. Speak in your native language and then listen to it. Listen to your own words. I know it's going to be hard to listen to yourself for some of you, but it's an opportunity to hear that and that will lock it into a different part of memory for you. And I think it's an exciting way for us to kind of have these bits of knowledge and this kind of reflection on where we came from and this kind of intention about where we're going, I think is what can really fuel our creativity. So I encourage you all to try this out. It's I've I've done it a few times and I find it really exciting. And I'm not, you know, if you want to create a podcast, I think that's great. But if you just want to be able to to leverage audio, this is a really exciting way to do it. So I don't know where this journey will take me, but I am thankful that I have the opportunity to be taking it with you. Thanks for being here and thanks for being you. Show notes including links to everything I spoke about, including all the guests I mentioned and the listeners can be found at drawinginspiration.fm slash 100. You can find a search there for all previous episodes, and I will be updating the starter packs in the coming weeks. If you enjoyed the show, please follow and then share with someone you think may find it helpful with their creative journey. Thank you so much for joining me for this very special episode this week. Be kind to yourself and each other, and keep drawing. Theme music for this podcast is Acid Jazz, provided by Kevin McLeod.